0: Hello, my friend. Today, I just wanted to jump right into talking about the importance of what we consume. And this is a juicy topic. So I'm really excited. Um, My intention always is to deliver the information that I learn in a way that makes sense to everyone. And on that, something I find it interesting is I feel like people absorb information from other people better when it's like backed up by research and facts and it's not just opinion. Opinions are great because they just expand our perspective. But I really like to learn from researchers and specialized people and scientists and all of that and just kind of relay my thoughts on those kind of things. Um, but one thing I love to learn about and that really pairs well with this topic is quantum physics with spirituality and that says there is no separation from the physical and energetic realm they are just one we are made of energy um i was always interested in science growing up and learning about evolution and human behavior and all that and i totally believe in that obviously we have evolved from things but I think the more I am taking in wisdom from like ancient practices about the science of human consciousness it just feels right and it's something that I feel like there's no doubt in my mind that the things that I know now or I learn are just true to me Um, but I'm always open to new perspectives so I'd love to hear from you guys after you listen just send me a little message on Instagram or something and just share some dialogue on this stuff it's so it's so interesting to me. But um, anyway, over time, physicists concluded that what we perceive as matter is made of atoms, and what atoms are made of is protons, neutrons, and electrons, like basic science. And what those are made of, like the fundamental core of an atom is an energetic vortex field, and atoms make up humans, so at the core of our being, we are those energy vortices, and you know that energy is constantly affected by what we consume. Uh, we are not stagnant beings; we are flowing energy and atoms that take in information from the things around us. And everything that we consume leaves some sort of imprint on us, beginning from the food that we eat. And this is not all of it, but I I just wanted to kind of start with this, um, like. What people think and consider to be healthy, someone that is healthy, is someone with like no ailments or disease or someone who eats green smoothies and does Pilates and exercise and stuff. But the root of the word health comes from the word whole. So working on improving your health means that you consider more than just the food you're consuming, but various other things we chase this concept of happiness and freedom. So we think we want more money or to be on a beach in a tropical country. But unless you are whole within and you work on all aspects of your being, you will always seek external things to make you feel that vitality and freedom that you're seeking from finances or, you know, a better job. It's like, I think of how do you wake up in the morning? What do you feel when you wake up? What words do you tell yourself every day? What kind of people are you surrounded by? What is your mindset around your worthiness of success and financial wealth? What are what are you consuming in your day-to-day life is the key question here? Like how do you fill yourself up? Filling yourself up in in more aspects than just food and stuff? allows you to better serve yourself so you can then serve others, which is the highest form of love in my mind. And then every act of self-love turns into an act of love for others. Um, But food is probably the first thing that comes to mind when we think about what we consume. Food is made up of energy at various frequencies. And an example of a low vibrational food is food that is not alive. It is dead. Something that has been processed in like man-made. An example of that is just something processed high in sugar stuff like that an example of a high vibrational food is something that comes directly from earth with little exposure to pesticides and chemical chemicals like fruits and veggies and nuts and seeds and all that stuff and we're constantly being exposed to food because we simply have to eat but another big component is our exposure to other people so that's just due to our innate and inevitable desire to grow and evolve and if you're surrounded by people and cultures and different opinions and perspectives you'll grow and evolve your consciousness and allow your belief systems to shift and be challenged so your mind opens and your consciousness elevates and then on the other hand if you're if you're less exposed to connections and unwilling to interact with other people, leaving you lonely, that's one of the lowest vibrational experiences because you just get stuck in your own ways and you're not opening up your mind. Um, I was listening to this thing by Bruce Lipton. He is a developmental biologist with a PhD and all this stuff, which is pretty cool. And his research in this area, along with what quantum physics tells us, is that all the cells in our body are like a television set with antennas. And this is just like a a visual to kind of understand. So when you're born, each person has a set of antennas that is receptive to a certain broadcasting signal that attaches itself to a physical body in order to find things that strengthen the signal back to source. And whether the, the character you're in is black white gay it doesn't matter you are here for your consciousness to be expressed and experience a set of events and you know a specific body to go through certain experiences that that expand your consciousness so you know everyone's receiving a different broadcasting signal and things that they're receptive to Um, And that is out of your control. The only thing that you can control is what you expose yourself to and what your mind is open to. And to understand that concept, when I started to understand this, like, I started to understand the importance of the things that I'm streaming into my channel, like movies and people and food and books and spiritual practice or religion Like, ask yourself the question of what serves you. You have an intuition somewhere in there that has the ability to answer that. And so creating new habits that act accordingly and support the desire to prioritize yourself is such a beautiful thing. Um, If you're surrounded by people who are negative or pessimistic or don't really take their health into consideration and see, you know, their themselves as a holistic being, their energy literally emits that frequency onto you. Their their set of antennas is receiving different information and you have the ability to choose whether or not you want to be around that. This goes along with realizing that a lot of the self-limiting beliefs come from other people's Perceptions and conditioning. And if you were to wipe that slate, you would realize that we as a collective are equally worthy of your highest desire. So find people who think like that. You know, if you're surrounded by people who are negative and pessimistic about life or don't really take their health into consideration, you're choosing to be around that frequency that their set of antennas is receiving. And that's not a bad thing, but just acknowledging that you have a choice of what you consume again in regards to the people that you're choosing to be around um and I found I found this little thing that I heard somewhere so I can't take credit for it but I call them energy vampires and I know this sounds kind of terrible but the negativity that they're emitting can just suck the energy from you um it it takes energy just to exist and to function as a human being. So if you're surrounded by people who are at this state, then it's going to take even more to bring yourself back up to just like a baseline. Um, And if you're constantly surrounded by people who are motivated, optimistic, loving, compassionate, are mindful of what they're consuming too, you will begin to align with them and tune into those similar little broadcasting channels. Um, And this doesn't mean go unfriend the people who you think are not going to serve you along this journey or who you think maybe are holding you back from leveling up, as I like to call it. Your awareness is enough and your awareness of this concept will just do the work for you. Just acknowledging first that you have a choice of who you are, who you choose to be around and a choice of whether or not to attach to that is like the starting point and the frequency that you elevate yourself to it will naturally bring in people that are equally aligned i think it's interesting because we even have this language in our own vocabulary for example people say oh when so-and-so walks in they just light up the room or you can kind of tell when someone's having a bad day because of the energy that they're emitting and that's that's a real thing it's important to take responsibility for the energy that you create in a space and this doesn't mean covering up your emotions and all that it just means communicating no one's meant to do this alone for me the power that I feel in when I express how I feel is so helpful if I'm having an off day I just need to express to the people around me if I feel that's necessary that I'm just feeling off today and if I need consolidation I'll ask if I don't I'll just say, I'm not in a great headspace right now, but I'm okay. You don't need to worry about me. I was always afraid to express my internal emotions and chatter to other people because I didn't want people worrying about me, especially my family. But now I can take responsibility for how I feel and honor those feelings. And if I need external advice, I'll just ask. But most importantly, I'll allow those feelings and emotions to surface and be seen and heard. And this allows your vibration to kind of be raised because it gets that stagnant negative emotion out and you don't own it. You just experience it and let it move through you. My my mind thrives off of new perspectives and outlooks from other people. And so I've learned that when I'm feeling a certain way, something that helps me is to just get that negative energy out and into the air so we can deal with it in a healthy way. And when you practice this, you'll, you'll simply just begin to know when you need to turn inward or seek that external validation because sometimes we just want a little love from other people, which is amazing and perfectly, perfectly perfect. (laughs) Um, If someone has entered into your life, they are important and they are vital for your journey. This is just a part of the non-resistance that I talked about in my last episode, allowing things and emotions and people to flow in, learn from them, receive, or let go to what does not serve you. Say you decided to date a person and they ended up emotionally, physically, or mentally abusing you. Of course, that's not a good thing, but it is here for you almost to be shaken awake by the universe, which is divine intervention. It gave you this person to try and teach you that you are in fact independent of them and worthy of love and to act as a catalyst in your journey to self-discovery, to give you a break from relationships for a while while you find yourself and reconnect with your inner inner being and then really understand what you want to consume and what you want to let go. And in that, you will also realize the importance of setting boundaries, creating high standards for yourself, and you'll be much more choosy as to who you allow into your romantic space too. Um, You'll just align, I feel like this is what's happening to me, I you just align with a frequency of worthiness and love for yourself with not closing your heart off to people, but just creating a sacred space inside of yourself so that no one, or so that people who don't meet those standards will just not even be attracted to you. You'll know the signs of when someone doesn't meet your standards because they'll do something maybe disrespectful or less mindful and you'll know that you wouldn't do that to yourself and so you don't need someone else coming in and disturbing your inner peace. I think having a partner or a best friend alongside of you is such a beautiful thing because when you find someone that really serves you in the form of love and new ideas and different ways of thinking you can decide to adopt that or not but you can allow that to be a catalyst of your growth and to for you to be challenged with new ideas and it's entirely possible to find someone or multiple people who honor your space just as much as you do it's just important to have those high standards because again when it comes to what you're consuming you're around them so much so it's important to be Kind of on the same page with the things that are important to you. I think it's just living in a compassionate way without giving your energy away to try and adjust someone else's antennas and broadcasting signal to try and form them into your ideal partner or ideal friend. Just let people be. And that friend or soulmate that's meant for your journey will appear and be emitting a similar frequency as you especially especially like I feel like people come in when you least expect it because when you work on yourself you kind of get to this more leveled up experience and people come in in divine timing I just feel like there's been a lot of times in my life that I'm so focused on staying in touch with friends and family and trying to work and do all of these things and I could just hear my intuition saying focus on less things And for me at that moment that I'm thinking of was just focus on less people and focus on myself more. I was consuming the perception that I would be left in the dust if I didn't reach out to people. And if I wasn't the one keeping in contact, then they probably wouldn't reach out to me. And I was caught up in a lot of that chatter and when I released some of that, I simply just acknowledge that I'm a priority over maintaining friendships with everyone and trying to be that person that keeps everyone connected. And when that happened, when I started prioritizing myself, spending more time with myself, I realized a lot of that inner chatter, even the self-limiting beliefs were not even mine. And that the people who are here for the version of me that exists now have remained present in my life. Not everyone you become friends with is meant to be center stage of your life forever. Beliefs come and go. Routines come and go. Jobs come and go. And people come and they go. After realizing that, I just felt more free and vivacious. I'm just like, wait, I have that blank slate here. And I can start to decide right now what serves me and what does not. And not necessarily just X out people and things. It's just slowly reframing my mindset around my health and wholeness. And what it feels like to be whole on that internal level. And just realizing the importance of what I'm consuming on every level and acknowledging how much it has an effect on me, every single thing. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about food specifically. Relating to that, there are certain foods that drain you or uplift you. And like I mentioned before, whole foods from the earth in their raw form give you this vibrant energy and processed food, well, you have to use that energy to raise your state back up after eating that. And I like to preface this back to the television set metaphor with the broadcasting signal. (laughs) Say you're watching the TV and the TV breaks and you realize it's from your cat chewing up the cord. You know, your TV doesn't work anymore. But the signal is still there from which you were broadcasting from. That satellite way out in space is still working because other people's TVs are working, right? There's just a malfunction in the system. It doesn't mean the whole system is broken. It just means you need to rewire and reprogram what is creating the system in balance. And you're probably wondering how this relates to food. But like you're watching the TV and your antennas are your cell The antennas of the TV are like your cell receptors receiving information to function. If you're consuming a bunch of processed food that's full of preservatives and sugar and chemicals and pesticides, your body is going to slowly malfunction just like the TV turning off when the cords are loose. The signal is going to weaken, which manifests as brain fog, low motivation, depression, organ systems failing, and everything like that. But good news is you can improve or even reverse that. Um, You just have to find where there's the malfunction in the system. Is it the food? Is it the media? Is it your job? Is it your toxic friend? I think we all have areas that we can improve on, but a big one is probably food. We're just not trained to believe that food is medicine and its importance, but it is medicine and it is important. And I never want to label certain foods as good or bad because that can lead to restricting and all of that. But for someone who strives to be more mindful around food and enter into a space where you start to see the function of food rather than just something to get you through the day, this can be super helpful. Um, I would say starting with number one, foods that are processed and high in added sugars is probably one of the most energy draining things you can consume. Processed foods often contain little amounts of fiber and high sugar. So what happens is they it spikes your blood sugar and insulin levels followed by the crash, which not only depletes your energy when your body is trying to maintain healthy blood sugar levels and stuff, but it also You also need the energy to bring yourself back up after that sugar crash. And if that resonates with you, just aim for like 50% or 40% of your diet to just be whole foods or half of your meal even. If you want like a store-bought muffin or even a donut for breakfast, you don't need to shame yourself for that craving or think you need to eliminate that. Just add in on the side like a bowl of fruit or a smoothie just to make it more balanced and have pleasure mixed with whole foods. Secondly is caffeine and energy drinks, which much like alcohol, you build up a tolerance to caffeine over time, which leads you to needing more and more to stay awake and functioning throughout the day. And that can have a significant effect on your sleep patterns, which obviously affect your energy levels throughout the day. Um, And that with with energy drinks especially that are just packed full of sugar it's the same thing where your body is spiked so high and it has what comes up must come down it it comes down into this low crash state and leads you to just reaching for more and more and not relying on your natural ability to maintain energy throughout the day and tune into what actually will give you vital energy and relating to that it's also really important just to honor how you feel you don't always need to be bouncing off the walls full of energy if your body is feeling more quiet and slow just honor that and maybe look at something like your sleep patterns and maybe that's something that's affecting your energy levels through the day It's all interconnected. Um, Coffee, to me, used to almost be a ritual in the mornings, and I loved it. And I realized this with a lot of other things. It's about the intention of why you're consuming something. If you're consuming caffeine just to feel less sluggish, like I said, you might want to look at the root issue of that. Are you sleeping through the night? Are you getting enough nutrient-dense foods through the day? Are you giving your energy away all day long to a job you hate or are you just drinking coffee because it's soothing and meditative and simply just for enjoyment in the mornings while you watch the sun come up or on your way to work? Intention is everything and in my mind, setting an intention for what you're consuming is... super powerful practice and it can totally bring you into a different experience like words are powerful which brings me into the next thing that can be pretty over energy draining if consumed excessively and that is alcohol and so when I want to enjoy a night out with my friends or drink something at a restaurant I simply just say to myself internally and set, set the intention of, I'm just drinking this out of pure enjoyment. I am not seeking alcohol to numb my problems or to create a different version of me that I think is more fun and outgoing. I am just simply choosing to drink this because it sounds fun. And I don't know, that might not resonate, but just make up whatever feels right to you. Set an intention. Um, Everyone knows that hangovers are the absolute worst thing. And for me, even if I don't drink that much, I am absolutely useless the next day because I feel so drained and dehydrated and my body, my body literally needs an entire day to bring my energy back and eliminate the toxins and replenish my hydration. Um, but I've, I've just noticed the more respect I cultivate for myself, all versions included, alcohol just sounds so much less appealing. I, I realized that, my subconscious thoughts around drinking were to make me more talkative and more interesting and funny. But however, I've created this, I I first acknowledged that. And then I also have created this friend group here that doesn't make me feel like that. They make me feel like all versions of myself are accepted and loved. We, we, We all have many different personalities within us and to find people that accept all versions of you is something for me that was like the root cause of using alcohol to make me more interesting I just found people that love me for who I am and in my friend group we have a lot of different personalities within that circle and I feel like just allowing each person to be expressed equally and realizing that I don't need to be the center of attention. I can let someone else be funny and I can laugh with them. And you're not boring if you don't talk as much. You're just allowing a quieter version of yourself to exist in that space. You can listen and laugh and just be you. And, you know, as hard as this might be, assess the people who are who you are friends with do they make you feel like you need to be a different person around them or be more funny or interesting to keep them around or do you feel like they do accept all versions this is the hardest thing about becoming more aware of this kind of stuff it not only like makes you hyper aware of who you're around which is uh, honestly a good thing but it It does take the weight off your shoulders and allows you to accept yourself and create a space for people to come in that are aligned with that too. Anyway, the third is low calorie foods. And this is a big one for me. And there's obviously more energy draining foods that I won't mention in this because the list goes on. But this is something I really wanted to explain because it resonates with a lot of the things that I am passionate about. Just that we have been taught that if you want to lose weight or create this ideal body shape that you have to be in a calorie deficit which has led to people choosing low calorie foods even over whole foods and the conditioning leads you to thinking that eating a 100 calorie snack pack of cookies is better than eating a whole avocado because there's less fat and less calories. And I'm going to say a big resounding F no to that. I could make an entire episode off this topic. So if you'd like more insight on this diet industry and culture stuff, just let me know. But anyway, eating low calorie foods creates an insufficient supply of energy. So in order to function, to breathe, to blink, and for your heart to beat, you need energy in some form coming through the door. And if you're limiting your calorie intake, you're limiting the supply of the vital energy to function throughout the day. And this can sound counterintuitive, but eating more just nutrient-rich whole foods that might appear to be in or might be higher in calories, like an avocado, for example, you have more energy to utilize, which speeds up your metabolism and improves your mood and just have the energy to express your creativity and to think more deeply and dance and just do all the things you do, you know? (sighs) There's definitely a lot more things to be said on this topic, but I just wanted to get out what I had on my mind today. Simply just become aware of what you're taking in every day. Notice and become an observer and put yourself in the driver's seat of your life. You're the main character. And if you feel stuck in your ways and find this kind of overwhelming, my favorite life hack (laughs) is to pretend that you have a documentary crew following you around and documenting your success story of how you became the highest version of yourself. What would you do? Anyway, have a beautiful day. I will talk to you soon.